Happy Friday, everyone, and thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right, now we're going to talk a little bit of Arizona basketball. We're going to talk some Arizona men's basketball, and we're going to talk some Arizona football as well. All three, the three horsemen. Let's get started here on Locked On Wildcats. You are Locked On Wildcats. Your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right, we got a lot to get to this show. But first, let's talk a little bit of... Well, you know what? We'll start with Arizona men's basketball, and then we're going to get to a lot of Arizona women's basketball. But first, big game tonight against Southern. Well, not a big game. I expect Arizona to cruise. But got to remember this. Arizona basketball right now is at the point where um, these are good tune-up games to get ready for a really brutal uh, November because and into December because you got the Maui Classic, you got Tennessee, you could potentially face Arkansas, you got a bunch of good teams there. And then you've got Indiana to start uh, in early December as well. So there's a lot of different angles. So you, you need to be able to get as many of these games in here as possible. You need to be able to get as many wins as possible. And you need to be able to work out as many kinks as possible. Now, when it comes to uh, Arizona, uh, what you want to see against Southern, it's kind of like we talked about a little bit yesterday. The big thing that you want to see is you want to see Arizona come out there and, yes, dominate. No doubt about it because this is going to be a team that's going to try to play fast. But not only do you want to dominate, you want to be able to get out there and correct maybe some of the mistakes that you had in that first game. And, again, really the only thing that you can look at and say was a big mistake were the turnovers. But Arizona is going to have a lot more possessions this year. So the turnovers are going to be a thing of it. But – Let's start with a guy like a cause. Uh, excuse me. Let's start with a guy like Kylan Boswell. Boswell needs to be able to continue to do what he's doing, but at the same time, not turn the ball over. You could see exactly why Tommy Lloyd, the Tommy Gun, was so excited about Kylan Boswell in that he's got a real feel for the game. There's no doubt about it. Some of the passes he makes, especially the ones in transition, are next-level innate feel that you're either born with or you're not born with, and he was clearly born with it. But what's also fascinating, though, is that he's still only 17. He's not in obviously in great shape right now. He is, though, he is a well-put-together kid, though, man. I mean, you look at him right out there, and he looks like a running back. So you could see why Tommy Lloyd was more than okay with allowing him to enroll early, mainly because of how he's built and that he's got that physical disposition to be able to make up for it. Now, um, as far as the turnovers go, you'd like to, and again, John Schuster and I were talking about this, the great John Schuster, we were talking about it, and I think 17 is more like the number you want to keep it under because you got to remember that Arizona pushes the tape pace, pushes the tempo. They're going to look to get out and run. That's just a part of who they are. And so, again, that makes that certainly makes a lot of sense. But And if you're going to have more possessions, you're probably going to have more turnovers. Now, I think you're going to have significantly more possessions at times, so that means that you're going to have to put the uh, – you're going to have to put the onus on this team 
to, you know, if you're going to score a bunch more, if you're going to uh, turn the ball over a few more times, got to make up for it with points. And I think that there's every indication that Tommy Lloyd is going to be able to do that. Now, again, games like this are always good for you, though, because you get to see how your your players line up when it comes to tournament or when it comes to faster paced uh, teams. Now, listen. Especially when you're going against smaller teams, you know that some of your drives to the basket probably aren't going to work against your Tennessees or your Indianas. Totally get that. But that also means, though, but you can also see that on tape. And if you're driving against a 6'5 guy, then you're scoring or dunking. That's probably not going to happen when the guy's 6'8 or 6'9. So there's different avenues that you can traverse to be able to see where Arizona best matches up there. Now, when it comes to... Uh, you know, what uh, you want to see, though, tonight, just again, more domination. This game needs to be over early. It was 30 to 4, and uh, it was 30 to 4 early on. Arizona needs to do that. But individually, we talked about what everybody needs to do. More of the same right there. So, again, I expect a big Arizona win. This feels, again, like 113 to, you know, 79 game, something like that. So, certainly keep you up to, keep you up to date on that one. Now, let's talk a little bit of... Let's talk a little bit of uh, Arizona women's basketball. They looked absolutely fantastic last night. And you got to be excited, too, because, again, Adia Barnes is the uh, – I mean, you talk about somebody that came in here and she knows what she's doing and she certainly uh, inspires confidence in her squad. That's Adia Barnes to a T right now. Um, what, she, what she's been able to do with this program, taking over something that was totally broken. Nia Butts was a terrible coach. And Adia Barnes came in, and again, you had to clean out some of the, I guess, players that probably aren't as good for you, and then you had to be able to get to that next level. And she's been able to do that, and it's been quite impressive to watch. Now, the uh, and it's been a combination of things. Let's talk about, though, what we saw last night. And the player that really stuck out was Esmarie Martinez. Now, you need to remember she's a she's an interesting case, obviously a transfer committed to another school before seeing the uh, error in her ways and coming to the U of A. Um, but watching her, though, at about six foot one, she can rebound, she can finish, she can defend. She can just do a lot of different things out there. And that's something that I think is incredibly uh, important for what Adia Barnes wants to do. And I'll go a step further. I don't know that I have seen a player out there like Esmarie Martinez that at the U of A that can do all she can at the size and the physically imposing way she does it. She's a player. And, you know, as long as she's here, she's going to be a problem and she's not going to come out of the lineup. And quite frankly, I think that this is the best starting lineup you're going with right now where you're going with Kate, you're going with Maya, you're going with Esmarie. You're going with Jay Lavelle, and then you're going with Shayna Pellington. That, to me, is the lineup. And then you bring in, you sprinkle in other players. You bring in a Helena, uh, Helena Pueyo. You bring in a, a Caitlin Gilbert, a Paris Clark, a, a Maddie Connor. You know, obviously, Lauren Ware is out for the season, so that's clearly, a, you know, that's clearly, you know, a loss. But there's a lot to like with this uh, squad and this rotation. And we didn't even see some of the, uh, you know, Jay Lavelle this year is going to have some big games. She's going to have some games this year where she scores, you know, where she puts up something like, you know, 30 points per game because she's shown she can do it in the past. And again, you can tell when Adia Barnes is talking about her that there is a, there's a lot of, there's a lot of confidence that she's going to be able to do that. And by the way, Lauren Fields, the other, or my bad, I apologize on that. But 
the uh um there's a lot to like though with what they what do and again too when you talk about it roster continuity is really kind of the way that uh um arizona needs to be able to uh, work things now the backbone is always going to be the recruiting what's uh what adia barnes has been able to do recruiting wise we talked about a lot last uh, show but we'll just you know the the backbone is always going to be the players she's bringing in you look at it last year you bring in maya naji you bring in uh, caitlin gilbert you bring in paris clark you bring in lamaya hilton those are all four players that are going to be real contributors and um you know wouldn't surprise at all if uh you know not only are they real contributors but they're all starters at some point then you look at this next class that she's bringing in. You're bringing in Montaya Du. You're bringing in a Brea uh, Cunningham. You're bringing in a, a, a Jade Williams. Those are players that are going to start at some point as well. So those are your seven players. And again, I think they're going to be adding another player or two. But on top of that, the thing that also is fascinating, though, is where um, is we've seen what uh, we've seen what uh, uh, Adia Barnes can do when it comes to transfers, when it comes to the transfer portal. Now, one thing, you know, she brings in Ari McDonald, you know, four or five years ago. Now, again, I'm not going to give her the biggest credit in the world because she was at Washington with Ari. Obviously, a uh, um, a great move getting her in there, but, you know, it'll, it'll, it is what it is. She was there before. But... You know, you look at some of these other players as well. You bring in a Shayna Pellington, who is obviously a uh, – who's been a real difference maker. Then you bring in a Lauren Fields. You bring in an Esmeri Martinez. You bring in a Jade Laville. These are all three – those three are all conference-type players right there. That is an impressive little – impressive little coup, for lack of a better term, right there. It's uh, – and what she was able to do. Now, um, I so I think that's going to be kind of the uh, – kind of the uh, how she's going to build her roster. She's going to recruit at a very high level out of high school, and she's going to sprinkle them in with transfers. And uh, I think there's going to be the occasional, uh, you know, the Helena Pueyo or the, uh, um, the uh, excuse me, um, Lamaya Hilton, something like that. But, you know, right now you really got to look at it and you got to think to yourself that uh, – you got to think to yourself that right now, or that Arizona basketball is about as good a shape as any team in the, there is there is in the country. And going into this season, it's going to be fun because the one thing about women's college basketball, and there's really no debate about this, the best conference out there is the Pac-12. Back the Pac right here, back the A that is. But between Oregon, UCLA, you've just got Arizona. You've I can just keep going. You've got so many good teams out there that it's impressive to be able to uh, see. And again, when you're Arizona, is there anything better than being able to cut your teeth against what you're watching right there? I don't think so. And in fact, I don't think a lot of people think so, but a lot of good stuff right there. And this is going to be a fun team to uh, watch grow because you've got to remember too, there are so many new miss new pieces here. Sure, Kate Reese and Shayna Pellington are back, but you also got to remember that Kate Reese also underwent surgery in the offseason. So again, it's not like she was there playing and practicing with the team, like you know, in the manner in which uh, she's, uh, you know, the manner in which she's uh, known to do. Now, when it comes to uh, uh, you know the rest of it, um, Shayna Pellington, obviously a very good player. Then some of the other players involved, you've got a uh, 
you know, Helena Poyo, who's kind of a jack of all trades. And our good friend PJ Brown has said multiple times that you're going to see that continue to be the case with her, where she is going to, uh, you know, she's going to be able to initiate a little bit. She's going to be able to score a little bit, be able to rebound a little bit, maybe not great at anything, but she's going to be very good. And, you know, again, we didn't even mention a Maddie Connor who's going to have her role as well. But this team, this team is good. And there's no doubt about it. This team is good. So again, certainly something to keep an eye on. Now we're going to get to Arizona football here in a second, but first let's talk a little bit of underdog. All right, here's the deal. Underdog fantasy, underdog fantasy. This is where you can go and it's unique. You could go in and you can find overs, unders for your favorite players. And Jaden Delora, for example, you could say, you know, um, I think that he's going to get over 220 yards or whatever the case may be. And that's where you would throw it in right there. Underdog is where it's at. Again, here's the deal. Promo code locked on two times your first deposit. Underdog fantasy. Again, this is taking it. It's a lot of fun. Everybody's doing it. And there's a reason that everybody's doing it. It's because it's fun and it's a good time out there. So again, check it out. Underdog fantasy. Um, promo code locked on. And you get two times your first deposit. Does it get any better than that? I don't think so. All right. Now, we're going to be right back with you. You're listening to Locked on Wildcats. Thanks for keeping it Locked on Wildcats. I'm your host, Mike Luke. All right. Now, let's talk a little bit of Arizona football here. The uh, the elephant in the room. Um, all right. Now, going into the year, I thought that Arizona was about a four or five win team. Um, I think right now that I think we're about that. Um, I think Arizona is going to win another game. I look at it. I think they can beat Washington state. I think they can beat ASU. So if you were to tell me that they're going to win five games this year, I would not laugh at you. Um, this game though, this week's going to be a little difficult because again, you're going against UCLA. UCLA is a different animal than what Arizona has been going against. Um, and, but that's Chip Kelly in his fifth year in the program. Chip finally got it going there. Um, when you look at uh, when you look at a, a Dorian Thompson Robinson, he's kind of the perfect uh, quarterback for what Chip wants to do because he can run, he can throw, he's a good kid. Basically, everything you want Dorian Thompson Robinson has as well. Now with. Uh, um, and this is an upperclassman-laden team. And again, you've got to give credit to the UCLA administration because it would have been really easy after a couple of years to say, eh, we thought when we brought in Chip that we were going to get you know 13 wins or 12 wins within year two or three, and it didn't happen. Got to get rid of him. They didn't do that. They said, you know, we're going to stay the course. We're going to see what he can do. And he has delivered in a big way this year. I mean, UCLA is one of the top 10 teams in the country, and they're probably going to be that way all season. And it's really no secret how they've been able to do it. Dorian Thompson Robinson has been one of the best players in the country. And, you know, when you look at him, this is a guy that Jed Fish recruited when he was at Michigan. This is a guy that Jed Fish recruited, obviously, when he was at UCLA as well. So he's very familiar with Dorian. And he said uh, he said yesterday at a presser, he said, you know, he said this guy, he's, a, he's an electric athlete. He's a fantastic football player. There's a lot to like about him. And the U of A defense has got to be ready. Now, I think if you're Arizona's defense, you got to figure out what are you going to try to stop here? Are you going to try to stop the offense or are you gonna, or are you going to try to stop the running game or are you going to try to stop the passing game? Because, you know, there's obviously a lot that goes into that. Um, I don't know exactly what their priority is going to be. Pro I would probably go with trying to stop the uh, 
trying to stop the running game. And you know what? If DTR beats you through the air, he beats you through the air. But I don't love the idea, though, of of uh, basically, you know, letting him run all over you and then saying, you know, well, hopefully you can't beat us through the air because I think with Arizona's defense, especially being young and being a little bit undersized, that that could happen. So we're going to get to the predictions here in just a second. But I want to tell you about SimpliSafe. Everybody, uh, I have SimpliSafe. You should have SimpliSafe as well. When you live, uh, wherever you live, there's nothing better than having that uh, peace of mind, knowing that, you know, if uh, something were to happen, I've got somebody here protecting me. Simple Safe does that, and Simple Safe does that in a big way. Also, you're, uh, like I said, there's nothing when you're leaving the house or when you're at the house and you're like, all right, you know, I wish somebody was watching over me. That's what Simple Safe is doing. So, again, Simple Safe, put in promo code locked on. You can get a free consultation with it. All kind, like I said, this is uh, Simple Safe is here. It's not going anywhere, and a lot of people are using Simple Safe, and they're using it for a reason. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to come back, and I'm going to give you my score predictions for Arizona UCLA. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right, now time for predictions. <sighs> All right. I think with their, I think with this Arizona team, I think they're going to be able to hang with UCLA for a little bit. My concern, though, is as the game goes on and UCLA gets a big splash player too, I think it's going to become far more difficult for Arizona to keep pace. And so I look for uh, something like a forty-two to twenty-seven game. I do believe that Arizona is going to score here, but as we've seen before, what happens is Arizona can score, but if there's a turnover or there's a lost possession, whatever the case may be, and the other team scores, Arizona generally has a hard time making that one up. And I think, I kind of think this is going to follow that pattern right there because UCLA, you got to remember here. Again, this is year five of Jed, or not Jed Fish, Chip Kelly. He's got everybody in his offense that he wants. He's got everybody on his defense that he wants, and he should be. He's in his year, He's in fifth year. A lot of these guys, too, are COVID seniors, so they've got five years of playing. Um, but we will find out here, I think, you know, where is Arizona is. Um, it's a big point spread, bet on the line, where you should be. But, again, I think Arizona is going to score some points here. I just think UCLA is going to score a lot more points. The big thing for me, though, is watching Arizona is just to stay competitive here. Don't give up. This team hasn't given up all season, and that's a testament to Jed Fish and what his staff has been able to do. Because it'd be a lot, it'd be easy for some of these, uh, um, it'd be easy for you know some of these players to give up. Well, we'll see you next year, especially some of the seniors. Jed Fish has that kind of engaging uh, character to him that no, nope, we're not giving up. We are going to play the. Uh, we're going to play all season, and we're going to start playing a lot of young kids. And we talked about it before. But you look at it. You got the Uyagalele. You got Sterling Lane. You got uh, Deuce Davis. You've got Jacob Manu. Uh, you've got Ephesians Prysock, Takario Davis. Then you've also got the running backs as well. You've got the receivers. Jaden Delora is only a sophomore. So the future, again, is very bright for Arizona. I just think that right now you're going against a better program than you've uh, than you're used to. And so, again, I, I look for that to be a little little bit of a lump. But I will say this. I think at this point next year, Arizona is going to be in that six or seven win realm. The schedule's easier. You're going to have a lot of older talent in play as well. So there's a lot to really look forward to. Okay. Now, we'll be back with you Monday. Wanted to give you the predictions, break down Arizona women's basketball and everything. 
But as always, really appreciate you keeping it locked on Wildcats. Um, we wouldn't be here without you. And again, uh, you guys all have a very safe weekend out there. And as always, thanks for keeping it locked on Wildcats. We'll talk to you Monday.